Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Story. Your son was one when you started writing this book. I would imagine this is every mother's nightmare, and nobody's really immune, are they? No, they're not. And I think uh, one of the things that happened when Emmett um, went missing is that Nancy Grace got a hold of the story. And completely twisted it. And, and, and Nancy Grace twist the story. Surely you just. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just it was horrific. You know, she's blaming Cynthia, and I mean, your child goes missing. The last thing in the world that it, it, it just it was. I think the fact that your child goes missing is probably the worst thing that can happen, mm-hmm. and then that made it even more worse. It was just such a terrible thing, and. Um, the bottom line from the whole thing is that it really can happen to anybody. And the more I've studied these cases, um, of course, not just Adam, so many of these, uh, it was just, there's people who have gone missing while carrying GPS systems. There's people that go missing when they're, you know, they're carrying their guns. Um, there's people, there are back, backwoods rangers that have gone missing. And if you have somebody who basically is their profession, to live in the woods and not and be the one that are rescuing others that want to go missing, then you have to realize that, you know, it, it's kind of like you can't really, you can do whatever you want, but not everybody is going to come out of it. It's not a cautionary thing. Of course, you can go out, you know, these days and stuff and, and take extra measures, but we can't blame the people that are, are that have gone missing or their families or, or whatever, especially their families. And, of course, with your novelization of the story, you're adding the paranormal to it. So things what? really get spooky, don't they? Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> By the way, I want to mention, too, on on one of the first pages uh, of your book, it says, Dedicated to Cynthia Trapp and her little boy, Emmett, who is never forgotten. To those we have lost and their loved ones left behind, and to the thousands who have dedicated time to search and rescue. So tell us about the search and rescue dogs. So the search and rescue dogs is definitely a credit to Cynthia. When I was speaking to her about Emmett, um, of course, after the fact, she said one of the things that was difficult was that uh, they didn't have enough search dogs on searching for him. And what I've come to find out is that search and rescue, which was shocking to me, search and rescue is very heavily relied on volunteers, and I didn't know that. And, you know, she was, she was having, we always had these what-ifs. But one of the biggest what-ifs was we could have had more people searching for him. There definitely wasn't enough people out there. There wasn't a search dog. And when you have a two-year-old boy, it's kind of all hands on deck. And unfortunately, because of the area in Arizona, they just didn't have the resources needed for something like that, which is crazy because we have one of the most beautiful national forests. We have the Grand Canyon, you know. So it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about that. But... Uh, so she said she, she wished they had more search and rescue dogs, that it's something that's lacking. And so what we did is we reached out to the National Disaster Search Dog Foundation, and we said, we'd love to sponsor a dog in Emma's name. How can we do that? So we basically spent two years. It's a $10,000 sponsorship, and you have up to two years to do to sponsor a dog. And we sponsored 
beautiful black dog who's in Northern California, and they named him Emmett. So there's the first dog out there named Emmett right now. And uh, it's something that, you know, I'm glad because of my book that we're able to talk about a little bit more and kind of bring notice to this because we do have a lot of national disasters in the U.S. You know, we have tornadoes, earthquakes, all sorts of things. And on top of that, you, we have a lot of national forests and a lot of children that go missing and a lot of adults that go missing. So it's something that I think benefits everybody. And in this region, too, we have uh, a large population of older people. Uh, we have a lot of retirement homes in this area. And I would think reading a story like this, you have to think about once in a while when Grandma and Grandpa starts roaming around the property, this may happen to them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, we just recently implemented the silver alert, mm-hmm. uh, where we had the amber alert. Now we have a silver alert for, I think, it's 55 and older, you know, because it happens so much. I think more than people realize, and it's something that's needed. Really. Now, this event, your book signing and discussion, will take place uh, this Saturday in the J.W. Mitchell Room. That's the lower level of the uh, Dewey Humboldt Library. Uh, if you're looking for information on, on her appearance, you can call 928-632-5049. But better yet, uh, go on to her website uh, and tell us your website. It's com. And uh, I've got some notes here. Now, oh, let me ask you this, too. Um, at your book selling, our book, uh, 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 book uh, library appearance, hello, library appearance this <laughs> Saturday, you're going to have copies of the book for sale, correct? Correct. Will any of your other books also be for sale? Yes, we will have um, my other books there as well. And the reason I bring that is, is a nice segue here, uh, DJ, is because uh, I've got a quote here with praise for your other books. Uh, some quotes here um, from Bohemian Grove Trilogy. T.M. Williams has crafted a very fine novel here. Welcome back, dear readers, to the realm of the uh, 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 Anunnaki. Yes. Uh, a place where friend and foe are often not clear-cut, and knowing who to trust can be a matter of life and death. Kind of like being in politics. Uh, another quote, <laughs> Another quote. praise for Undead Winter. I love this. Undead Winter follows the perspective of five people stuck in the midst of a zombie apocalypse. Oh, where is my former landlady? With each <laughs> chapter, I found myself getting sucked into that character's story and often found myself on the edge of my seat. Uh, praise for Alice Hill in Silent Wonderland. Such a delightful short story. I was surprised by the end, so I went back and read it again. Well done. Love your work. Cannot wait for your next release. Uh, there's a quote here for the apocalypse, Undead Winter. Dark, addicting, and a could-this-be-real factor. This isn't your average zombie book, not at all. These aren't the zombies you see on TV and in the horror movies. No, these are the undead. A big difference. And then, uh, and with your background in sales and marketing, oh boy, I can't wait to read this one. I wasn't sure what to expect when I first read The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly of Sales and Marketing. But let's just say the author delivered on exactly what her title says. All marketers should definitely pick this up, though. It's a great read, very entertaining, and enlightening. So, what is your opinion of motivational speakers, given your educational background? Um, it, it, it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it's definitely a hit or miss thing with motivation. I, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. but uh, he doesn't call himself a motivational speaker. He calls himself a strategical speaker, where he talks more about strategy. Uh, I think motivational speakers is, is, I don't know, it's like sales. They can get really sleazy, and at the same time, you can also get benefits from the right one. So it just depends on on who you're going to go see and, you know, how much time you're investing in it and 
uh, I think that if you're if you're an entrepreneur, if you're in business, or if you're in marketing, it's almost a necessity, especially in sales and marketing. It's such a brutal business that you always need that motivational speaker to kind of uh, cushion the, the darkness of it too. Mm-hmm. And of course, with your background in sales and marketing, you're very very familiar with rejection, aren't you? Oh yes. <laughs> that must have prepared you well for being a writer. <laughs> um, you know what? It was. It, it did prepare me extremely well, and I was surprised at, uh, I don't know if it's because in sales we get rejected way more, um, or if I've just been lucky so far, but I was almost prepared to, to deal with a lot more rejection. I was surprised that it was a complete opposite. For me, I, I had a lot of people who left my story right off the bat, and it just surprised me. I was not expecting that much um, support and, and to gain such a loyal readership in such so early in my career. So. I've been really lucky in that sense, but yes, I, I've developed six skin over the years. Did you ever hear the story of how J.K. Rowling, who wrote, of course, the Harry Potter series, how yeah. she finally first got published? Yeah, I just watched a documentary on that on Netflix and loved it. I, I, it was, I don't know, I just, it made her seem more human and more oh, humble yeah. because she's just this, this otherworldly character to me, uh, you know, because she's Harry Potter's author. So it was a great documentary. I loved it. And you know, I I told one of the writers we had on the show here a couple of weeks ago that I can't remember the title of the book or the author, but there is a book available somewhere on Amazon and in most libraries. The book is nothing but the the writer's rejection letters he's received over the years, hundreds of them. That's what the book is, all rejection letters. Yeah, I have a, I received a rejection letter I'm not going to name who it is from an agent in New York, and I, I actually wanted to keep it because it was the most beautiful rejection letter I've ever received. It was, you know, of course, rejecting me, but he just he he specified what he liked about what I sent in and thought I was a great writer, and I was like, oh my god, this is the greatest rejection I've ever received. So it's just um, not something they're going to promote right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you know, people who write letters like that, they should be in the uh, romance letter writing business. My goodness. They, they'd be sold out around Valentine's Day. Good heavens. We or politics. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Well, you know what, again, sales and marketing background is a perfect breeding ground and background for politics, too, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. It is. And I can't, I, I can't go that direction. I'm, you know, it's, uh, I'm much more of a creative person. I love the world I'm in right now. And more power to those who can go with it, but I just, that's way too much rejection for me. I, I think sales marketing is where I draw the line. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny, we, we're talking about this topic because uh, when I lived in California, I worked in the funeral and cemetery industry, and when it came to selling pre-need, you know, before need uh, stuff, you know, pre-planning, uh, it's pretty hard to sell death to begin with. Yeah, and yeah. And my sales manager used to tell me, the secret in this business is to be 100% totally motivated by money, but convincing your prospect that money is the last thing on your mind. And if you can do both of those, you got it made. I think you can do that. You can pretty much do anything. Isn't that something? <laughs> and that, That's tough. And if you can do that, you got a great future as a politician, don't you? There you go. <laughs> T.M. Williams, thanks so much for joining us today. We look forward to your appearance at the Dewey Humboldt uh, Library on Saturday at 10 o'clock. You'll be signing copies and selling copies of your new book, Clusters, Case of the Missing, as well as your other books. We thank you so much for joining us today. Best of luck with your with your book. Thank you for having me. It was Pleasure. Our pleasure indeed. That's T.M. Williams, uh, author of Clusters, Case of the Missing. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes with some final thoughts after this break on Q&A on the Talk of the Quad Cities. 11.30 a.m., 99.9 FM. We stream worldwide at kqna.com.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.